because when I was younger, I didn't really see like like New Year's as a big deal. I thought it was like you know just a new year, just something that happens every year, like just another day. Yeah, exactly. But I've kind of taken away that it's kind of the people in your life at that moment that you could spend it with. That's that's kind of special. Our favorite New Year's moment. Hi, welcome to the Memory Club podcast. We're like a book club, but we share our memories instead. My name is Vit, and my name is James. And do you wanna? So today, go ahead. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll introduce. Uh, so for today's TMI, we're gonna talk about our favorite fruit. So, what is your favorite fruit, Vid? My favorite fruit, I mean, one that I eat a lot is gala apples. I like I can down those. I can down those a lot. Like, like you know, is gala apples the? Are they the ones that are like really small? They're kind of small. They're not like the big ones. They're kind of small. But you know, what I used yeah, to yeah, love. Yeah. Like... I used to love the Granny Smith mm-hmm. apples, like the super sour ones, and I eat it with like a little like, like uh, chili and like salt. Dude, I used to be bomb. Chili I, and I can't salt. Eat that anymore. Like I feel like as we get older, our like taste buds like go away from a little bit of sourness. But when I was mm, a kid, I I, I agree. I, I, I ate agree. that a lot. You know. One thing I never understood is when people put like things on 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 their fruits. So like, um, uh, what is that called when people put that spice on like a watermelon or like melons? Oh my gosh, you you haven't tried that? It's so good. No, I've tried it, but then the thing is, I ne- I don't like it. All right, next time, next time you come, I over, just like the fruits itself. No, next time you come over, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how it's done, like. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm pretty sure okay, I won't like it, I'll we, give it a try. There's this thing that we eat with watermelon. Like, we put, like, these dried prunes in watermelon, and it's so good. It's, like, the salty and of the dried prunes and the watermelon, and it's, like, mm-hmm. so good. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, so savory. But next time, I'll watch. But don't you eat fruits to be sweet, not, like, savory or, like, salty? Mm, it's It's how you're feeling, right? Cause you can have it by itself, but sometimes you want you want a little bit different. So that's how I feel about it. I see, I see. What about you? Well, my favorite fruit is Manila mangoes. So they're actually these yellow mangoes that I think they originate from Philippines, and they're like the sweetest and the juiciest fruits that I've ever tried. And honestly, I can like I can eat hella. In one sitting, but they're also really expensive. So, um, I've only eaten them when I was in Korea when my uncle would uh, bring them home, and like, he would bring a box of them home, and mm. I would eat them. But they're super good. Wait, do they have it here or? I'm I've seen it here in America. Um, I don't see them at a just like a regular grocery store. Honestly, I only see those like um those like big. Like a reddish orangey mangoes, and those are not as good as these yellow mangoes. Okay, so I guess what's the difference? What's the like the main difference? Because I'm not gonna go out here and mm. buy a expensive mango. The texture tree. is textures. I think different. I think texture is different. It's sweeter. Mm. 
Um, I think it's like softer. Mm. It's um, it's it's a little bit stringy at oh, times, but it's still very like so- it's very soft, soft like a like a cream almost like, um, and it's super juicy too. So like it's really really. I think this, it's like one of the sweetest um, uh, fruits as well. Okay. So you should try if you ever see them in like an Asian market. Have you ever had it with? Salt and chili. <laughs> no, why would you ruin a good fruit with salt and spice? Dude, that makes they sell no that sense. all like around the streets, everywhere. They put like little salt and like the tahini and stuff. They they put that mangoes and oh, stuff. It's no. so good. I don't know. I feel like you're missing, but no, you gotta enjoy fruits by itself. Okay, I mean, you do you, man. You do you. I mean, I I agree that we have a lot of things that we are we have common but that's one thing we'll defer (laughs) you want to move on to the the topic of this week yeah so it's the new year um and happy new year everybody um happy new year's so since it's new year's we're gonna be talking about our favorite new year's moment okay (coughs) so how did you choose your favorite moment was like the most memorable, the most meaningful, the most, mm. the most eventful. Um, I kind of took a very simple approach. Okay. Um, whichever is the most vividly memorable, most okay. Um, made an impact in my memory. Okay. Um, one that I can look back and be like, oh, yeah, that was a good time. Mm. That makes sense. For me, how about you? For me, I did more along the lines of like most meaningful, but I kind of excluded this year's because you know I'm still trying to digest what happened and stuff, and like you know, it's just a lot. Everything, it's just like uh-huh. it was a good time, but it was just that's, I just that's the reason <laughs> I just need to. I just need to digest what's that's go- the what's happening, you know, like what's like everything, everything that like happened, and you know, just like digest it. And um, I think because I made like a little compilation video, I think making that and kind of looking at the clips helped me help me digest it a little bit. But I still need to process it a little bit more, and I, that's why I took so it off the table. You're saying so. You're saying you're gonna be talking about your second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe in the future or something but uh no nah, i'm just kidding i'm just yeah. kidding i'm just kidding <sighs> all right okay i'll go first then i'll go first and talk about my favorite new year's okay um so my favorite new year's is actually 2019 new year's okay uh, this is a year that i was really into raving and i was going to a whole bunch of raves and i was going to end the year with the bang by going to countdown in socal and I, I was going with some of my friends, right, um, that I normally go to race with. Um, but I also invited this one girl that I met at a, a rave. Um, that's another story to tell another time. That's a fun story. Always but... a girl. It's always a girl. <laughs> always a girl. And I invited her to come to Countdown with me. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I would love to. So um, we decided to go to Countdown together. And we got there. And the thing is, like, it, it's not, 
I wasn't like like really into her into her yet. I wasn't like oh I like really like her. It's more like oh like I'm single, you know, like it would be cool. Like she's cool. Um, she's kind of fun to hang out with. So it would be cool if I invite her and we just go to a rave together. <laughs> so we went and I remember the first few sets because she and I were went ahead of my friends. So it was just us two. And the first few sets we went. It was a little bit awkward because like we this is like our third time hanging out or second time oh, hanging wow. out something like that right so we're still kind of getting to know each other uh-huh. um so like it was a little bit awkward and there was this like a moment where when you know how when you're at a rave right you go through a crowd so you're like holding hands right so you're holding hands okay. to like not lose each other so so we would hold hands and we like to walk through a crowd and then this is like awkward moment we're like when do i let go when do we let go <laughs> you know so that was like it was a little bit awkward in the okay. beginning uh but as the as the the night went on with my friends joined and all that stuff and like our favorite dj started coming out like we were getting super hyped and we started having so much fun right like the music was really good the vibe was really good and that was really good and it was just like I don't know about my friends to be honest. I, I honestly, uh, like I feel like sometimes when I get too focused in one thing, I kind of lose track of other things. So I wasn't checking out my friends, friends as much what as friends? I normally would. <laughs> I was like, "Where are the one friends?" Okay. Um, and then she and I were just like, having so much fun dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the midnight set, it was um set the sky. And set the sky is a DJ. If you guys don't know. Is like a really, really feelsy, like in romantic, like, like a kind of a set, right? So we're listening to that, and like, it was magical. <laughs> so, um, the, so they they start doing countdown, right? So they start doing countdown, and then it was like five, four, three, two, one, and I remember her saying like, "Well, I guess you're my New Year's kiss." And then I remember we kissed and then... Oh, damn. She um, said that? It was really nice. Just like that, yeah. That's uh, very courageous of her. Because uh, I guess... Actually, yeah. It was my first time having a girl initiate. make the move first yeah. or say initiate first, actually. So I was actually thinking in my head. I was like, okay, how should I approach it? How should I say this? I was actually thinking and I couldn't think of one yet, but she's the one who said it first. So I was just like, all right, shit, all right. So, and you know, that, that was really nice. And of course, and then I said happy New Year's to my friends and all that stuff. And it was fun. But I remember just like, it was so f- much fun. And like, that was, I think, my first ever New Year's kiss too. And oh, really? even though I came into the rave, like, I'm like, yeah, she's okay. I was like, dude, actually, she's a catch. <laughs> what okay wait so what made Um, what made her a catch what changed your perspective from oh she's okay into you know oh i'm really feeling i think i think what it is i think this is something that people actually talk about when you plan a first date as well is that you know how they say like or i've read this but they say when you go on a first date right um it's best if you were to do something like um like active something fun um 
where you're like doing something pr like actively so that when you're having fun, this person associates having that fun with this person. So I think it was like that where I'm just like having so much fun and I'm just like so happy of the moment. I just associated that happiness with this girl. So technically it was like almost like putting a, like a trick in my mind to saying like I like this girl. And, um, but you know, like after that, like I crushed on her for a while and we, we did end up dating for a little bit, but you know, like I think I still look back to that day as like one of the more special New Year's. Uh -huh. um, I think it's also because I honestly don't do too many New Year events. Like most of the times, I just keep it low, like low, low key. Mm -hmm. But this time it was pretty. It was pretty fun. Yeah, that's that sounds <laughs> kind of good. Uh, like experience wise, I I think that's always a good time to you know just like spend uh the countdown with with someone and in your case like yeah, someone I, think, that I you... think it was because also first time and then in your case like someone like you know new so like that's kind of crazy but somewhat yeah. romantic because uh i know where you're somewhat talking romantic about. so you know, I, i've been to a set this you know? guy set too <laughs> yep yep he knows he I knows know i know what's going on there so that's kind of funny. So I recommend if anyone wants to, you know, like, you know, seal the deal with anybody, just take them to a set of sky set. Um, if, uh, that, that, that set hits different when you're with somebody and when you're with just friends, it's, yeah. it hits different. Trust. Yeah. Actually, uh, we saw set the sky this new year's. So yeah, it's kind of, uh -oh. it's kind of fun seeing him this time too. Did you fall in love? Uh, with my friends? Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, I see, I see. Um, okay, do you have anything else to say with this experience or memory? Um, no, that's about it. Okay. What's your uh, favorite New Year's moment? Okay, first, I wanted to talk about... So I was looking at facts on uh, New Year's, mm. right? I wanted okay. to talk about someone else's experience first. So I was looking at facts and like, oh, I want to see like, oh, all these like facts on of like a new year's because i just want to share with our you know viewers or listeners mm -hmm. something interesting about new year's but i kind of stumbled upon this post and someone was asking about how was new year's in 1999 and one of the like reddit users or one of the users on reddit was saying how he was waiting outside with his friends near the ATM mm -hmm. machines because it was Y2K. And they thought okay. that the Y2K virus was going to like spit out money or something. And oh, okay, yeah, he okay. was saying how it didn't happen, but how he just like left him empty handed, but it was still like, like ingrained in his memory because it was a good moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just waiting outside, waiting for money or something. I don't know. But yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. That, on Honestly, like, I feel like, um, it's those, like, um, sometimes, like, a little bit ridiculous and small moments mm -hmm. that are, like, really memorable, yeah. you know? No, I agree. Okay, so for my favorite moment, it's actually 2021 going on to 2022. So, I'm not sure, mm -hmm. yeah, that transition. So, why it was, like, what I remember from the experience, at least, it was 
pretty much everybody was like moving uh like um out of town and so we went we all had a friend group and we went up to oakland and we hung out a lot they showed us around town um we didn't really do any like partying or like uh anything like crazy exciting but it was more of uh they took us out. We went like rollerblading. We went, uh, we were going to go mm-hmm. ice skating. We went downtown. Um, and we just went to like dance. We went, like, we did like a lot of stuff that weekend going up to the countdown. And then going mm-hmm. up to the countdown though, we, before the countdown, the like that morning of, we played like board games, video games. So it was more of like a catch up, mm-hmm. like a, this is like an overdue hangout pretty much. And right, right, right. I felt like it was really nice because I haven't seen them in a while since everybody moved moved out of town. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I had to get my you know Super Smash in there. You know, uh, I had to get some yeah, yeah, yeah. video game time, board games because we're our group is very big in board games. So uh, we, right, we, right. we, we did a little bit games. of that. It's just like those little things. And during the countdown, we had like Korean barbecue. Things like that. And yeah, we had like old friends, new friends. And yeah, it was a, a really meaningful New Year's for me. Mm. And I guess why I took away from this experience was more mm-hmm. because when I was younger, I didn't really see like like New Year's as a big deal. I thought it was like, you know, just a new year. Just something that happens every year. Like just another day. Yeah, exactly. But I've kind of taken away that it's kind of the people in your life at that moment that you could mm-hmm. spend it with. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of special because not everyone's going to be able to do that. Like as we get mm-hmm. older, I feel like it's going to be maybe a smaller, smaller New Year's. Like, you know, we're not going to have these big New Year's every single year. And every, your circle is going to be changing. And yep, yep. So I think New Year's nowadays is, is kind of a big deal because especially you have new friends, new, like old friends. It's just whoever's around in that time, you're sharing that mm-hmm. countdown with them. And I think that's kind of magical because right. it's it's unique every year. Every year is going might be different. So mm. I don't know what what's your take on it. I remember, um, I remember, I I remember that event when um, our like our our friend groups, right? Like uh, like our main friend group. Mm-hmm. This was a year I think where everybody moved out of our hometown yeah i think that was a year like everybody moved out mm-hmm. and it almost seemed like a transition period for everyone to just kind of move on to like other things in life yeah you know not to say like move on from the friendship but you know like you got like where we were where we're living like bakersfield is kind of it's kind of like dead end you know yeah. That's the vibe I get, honestly, like for our age, mm-hmm. at least. And when everybody moved out, there was like this sense of like, damn, like we're really not going to be like be able to just see each other mm-hmm. like whenever we want to. Yeah. 
right? And everybody's going to be busy and we're going to have to align holidays together. So everybody was very emotional, I remember. Yeah. And I was really sad that I couldn't make it, actually. Mm. Um, I forget exactly why, but I, I remember I had something going on and I couldn't make it. And I remember being somewhat sentimental as well because I couldn't make it. Um, when everybody was having a good time. <laughs> yeah. It's it's always tough when you can't make certain events, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fine. It, if you had a solid reason, I feel like that's fine. But, but you know what? I was, you know what was also another fun memory from that night was that um, you guys streamed the, the party at the night that day. Okay. And... I won't name who, but somebody, because <laughs> they were on stream, like on Discord, right? Because we use Discord a lot to, um, <laughs> we use Discord a lot to kind of like, stream and just talk say. to each other. Going, and he's like, someone just out of nowhere flashes their butt on camera. <laughs> they, they mooned you. They mooned you. Guys. Yeah, they mooned me. And I was just like, what the <laughs> And it was like, there was no build up to it. He just like... <laughs> Hey, boop! <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah. Oh, that was, that was really funny. That was um, really. That was really crazy. I guess <laughs> that he did that because I, yeah, I was that, that so was a, That was a crazy night. Yeah, that was a crazy night. I know. I was sad, dude. Like that's like another reason to be sad about. Cause like, I wasn't there for the flashing in person, dude. Like, damn. But. You know, next time, hopefully someone else flashes. Yeah. Hey, okay, so random. Now we're done with the memories, right? Mm. This is kind of a random topic. <laughs> it's just a realization because okay, okay. Uh, the emotions I'm feeling right now. But... Okay. Because I was just thinking about how people are in and out of our lives. How do you feel about like holding on to like relationships? Are you mm. more, of course, you know, you're going to be hurt about it, but are you more like trying to hold on to your relationships or are you, are you more like uh, laissez-faire where you just like let it be? Like if it happens, it happens. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think for me, I think I, I don't necessarily try to hold on okay if the person doesn't want to hold on okay um but i'm definitely the type to try to solve any kind of conflict or issue that is there okay so if someone is like doesn't like me because of this and this i'm gonna try to resolve it by talking to them about like oh like why do you feel that way um if you feel that way then and i'll try to do my best to fix that okay but if if someone just doesn't want to be part of my life and i think it kind of goes like this a lot of the times people usually just get too busy Mm. with their life i think or they have other things going on and nobody is just like i think it's like i'm just leaving yeah. Because I just feel like leaving. You know, I think the, a lot of people just have a reason. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's more like, yeah, like, you know, you you come in and out of my life. That's completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you can come back if you ever feel like you want a friend you know yeah because the reason why i bring this up is i'm just thinking because when we brought up this topic i was looking back on all the new years and i was just looking mm-hmm. at like all the different faces and in each mm-hmm. new year so i was thinking like you know like oh am i sad about these like relationships because they're not there anymore or am i okay with it and i can't kind of concluded that you know i was okay with it because it i didn't see it as an end but more of maybe we could hang out another time you know or maybe our lives will cross again or something like that i'm not sure yeah i, I agree i agree um like if yeah if people are just kind of moving on with their lives i think it's 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 you know it is what it is mm-hmm. um but you know okay how, now that we're on topic of like people in and out mm-hmm. and those kind of things yeah. how do you feel about people who are in and out of your friendship um uh, in dating so whenever they get a boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. they're like disappear on you but when they break up and they come back <laughs> Um it's funny cuz I feel like a lot of my I'm not going to say any names <laughs> but um some of my friends do that so mhm I try my best to integrate people into like the groups like their significant other and if they want to hang out they they're open to mhm but I do understand why people do it because they're so focused on their like new life now and yeah i don't at first i used to be kind of hurt about it because i'm like oh you know oh cuz you see that when they break up they come back to a group and they're like oh what's up guys mm-hmm. and they like act like nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. happened nothing happened but yeah. nowadays i i don't care because like i mean their happiness is my happiness like honestly if they're happy doing that i'll i'll, I'll wait for them If they come back I'm like I I I welcome them with open arms because I know that they're still good friends and you could still call mm-hmm. them up and if you really wanted to you could maybe hit them up and schedule something it's not it's not like they they're completely gone it's just maybe less available I'm not sure mm-hmm. unless you have different experience What if what but what if they're like completely gone? You know, like you hang out with them like once a year, like a level or like okay, like and they're like they live like ten minutes away from me or something, mm. right? It's easier for them to hit you up to get like a like a boba or something, yeah. you know? No, I understand. I understand too. It's not that hard to schedule something, but at the same time, I you know their priorities is going to be like my priorities. So if mm. that makes them happy. I'm happy for them. I don't really um you know, like I don't really need like it would be nice to have that, but it's not I understand basically. I understand why they're doing it. It's not in a mal like mal like intentions. Um it's because they that's what makes them happy. They want to spend time more time with their family or starting a new family or their significant other and that's why I, i i don't really get salty about those kind of uh friends because 
um if they want to come back uh like you know open arms open arms because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i i don't know i just understand i i know i'm not the type to do that because my significant my significant other is usually integrated within the group yeah yeah, yeah. You, you normally do that like probably like you know like probably like um third date they're integrated with the group or not you know so yeah they're usually but yeah i I, again i i feel like i understand where they're coming from and i don't know it's it's not a big deal to me uh what but do you do you get salty but don't you or it's not that i get salty um i think i also like I, I I'm okay. Them coming back into my life, being friend, act, hang out like we've been best friends since like you know like whatever. Mm-hmm. But there is you know that thought in your head like you know I feel like this person <laughs> is having this friendship um, out of like a like convenience. You you just need this person. Until the, your next significant other come person comes, you know, mm. um, I think there's definitely that thought in your head, like you know, like am I really that easily dispensable? Where they're just mm. like, you know, like you guys are just there as my friend until I find my true love, and then after that, I don't need you guys. That's, I'm sure it's not necessarily like that for those people. They're not like super calculating mm. in their mindset, but I think there is a sense of that too unintentionally and i don't like you said i don't think it's necessarily mal um intent but i think it's more like that person's priorities are different i see and if their priorities are focused on more on significant other i'm not you know like no judgment of course Mm -hmm. but that means they're like let's say they're list in their friendship priorities a lot lower in the, in that in the priority list. Mm-hmm. Then I also shouldn't put that friendship in the, high in my priority list, right? That's why I'm I'm yeah, okay with like welcoming them back. But then you like that's fair. But you know, like I do feel like that friendship value goes down. Yeah, I and sometimes I do tell people that that you can't expect a same relationship. If you don't upkeep your relationship, because exactly the, the relationship is dwindling, you know it's you left it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do, I do tell those people like I don't think it dwindles with me because I, I, I understand what they're going, and I see it as just growing apart. And as long as they're not like a toxic person or something like that, or they're doing something you know crazy or something i think it's fine but mm. i see i see both sides I, and i i do see that uh, when people come back and expect like <laughs> like hey guys like, what's up <laughs> like yeah, what up bestie now, what's up bestie let's go out <laughs> yeah but it's also hard to just tell them that because usually they're back because they're like super sad, like oh, I broke up. Yeah, I know you're talking. <laughs> you know, it's I like know exactly. oh yeah, I broke up. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Man, we kind of got off topic a lot today. Yeah, <laughs> it was started off the New Year's. It's kind of fun, but I feel like it's relevant because you know you always have new people in your life, and I think it's uh, relevant. Yeah. All right. So, anything else you want to add? I'm good. All right. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, we're the Memory Club podcast. My name is James, and my name is Vit. We're like a book club, but we share memories. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Our intro music was produced by Nightwave.